Hello and welcome to Small Black Birds. I'm AJ. And in this episode, you will hear how the U.S. government hides its misconduct with lies and attacks journalists for publishing the truth. When Trump's Department of Justice charged WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange under the Espionage Act for publishing classified military and diplomatic documents, it was the first time the U.S. government had criminally charged a journalist for printing truthful information. If convicted, Assange is facing over 175 years in prison, but the stakes in this case are much bigger than whatever happens to the Australian with a checkered past. The government's use of the archaic 1917 Espionage Act to prosecute Assange is meant to intimidate and silence other journalists and whistleblowers who bravely risk their lives and careers to provide the public with the truth about government corruption and misconduct. If this case is allowed to proceed, it will undermine the freedom of press guaranteed by the First Amendment and risks turning journalism into a crime. If we're talking about creating threats to small publishers to stop them publishing, the US has lost its way. It has abrogated its founding traditions. It has thrown the First Amendment in the bin because publishers must be free to publish. When WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange first rose to international prominence in the mid-2000s, for exposing U.S. military crimes in Iraq and Afghanistan. Many believed his radical style of journalism embodied the open spirit of the new internet age. Since its founding, WikiLeaks garnered attention and stirred controversy by publishing private or classified materials it received from confidential sources and whistleblowers, and openly mocked legacy news outlets that had grown too cozy with the government officials that they were supposed to be holding accountable. By releasing classified information WikiLeaks had obtained from insiders, Assange promised to show the American public what their government did in their name, but kept hidden behind layers of secrecy. We're not that type of activists. We are free press activists. It's not about saving the whales. It's about giving people the information they need to support whaling or not support whaling. Why? That is the raw ingredients that is needed to make a just and civil society. And without that, you're just sailing in the dark. In April of 2010, WikiLeaks released a classified video of a US Army Apache helicopter firing on unarmed civilians in Baghdad. Called collateral murder, the video had been recorded three years earlier during a military raid that killed at least 12 civilians, including two Reuters journalists working in Iraq and injured two children. The video had never before been seen publicly, and at the time, 
the Pentagon had been blocking an attempt by Reuters to obtain the video through a Freedom of Information request to find out how their employees had been killed. Initially, the U.S. military said that all of the dead in the video were insurgents, before claiming that the helicopter only reacted to an active firefight. But the collateral murder video demonstrated that neither claim was true. It didn't take long for government officials to pivot and accuse WikiLeaks of jeopardizing national security by releasing the video to the public. We've seen this for 50 years. Every time the press embarrasses the security establishment, shows that they've been acting unlawfully, acting against what they have said to Congress or, or to the media, they trot out this old canard uh, that some speculative harm sometime in the future uh, might happen. When we're discussing harm that is happening right now um, as a result of, of these abusive programs, The U.S. government's case against Assange centers around the publishing of a massive trove of U.S. secrets that WikiLeaks obtained from a government whistleblower and then shared with newspapers like the New York Times and The Guardian for publication. The trove included the collateral murder video, classified information about America's secret war prison at Guantanamo, and classified State Department files that offered a behind-the-scenes glimpse into the shadowy world of U.S. diplomacy. Most of these documents can still be found online. WikiLeaks allegedly received the classified materials from an Army veteran named Chelsea Manning. Manning said she exposed the military misconduct in Iraq and Afghanistan to help lift the fog of war that had clouded the judgment of policymakers in Washington, who kept pushing for more military campaigns that went on for years and cost trillions of dollars, but produced few results. As a result of the leak, Manning was court-martialed and spent seven years in a military prison before having the remainder of her 35-year sentence commuted. But after watching Taliban forces retake control of Afghanistan in the summer of 2021, it's hard to argue that she was wrong. It's the first time a U.S. military whistleblower who is an alleged journalistic source has been convicted for espionage. Um, here we have a case where, as far as the government is concerned, there's been no victims, no one has come to harm. No evidence was adduced to that, there was no claim of that. The only claim was that he was a whistleblower giving information to the public via media organisation. How It cannot be the case that when a journalist's source gives information to the media for noble reasons that they are charged with espionage. There's no relationship with a foreign power. It is a attempt to set a precedent to shift how journalism is done in the United States to make the security services um, uncriticizable. Over 100 years old, the Espionage Act was written decades before the government's current system of classification was created. Its archaic language is written in such a way that it can be easily manipulated to criminalize activities that are not just lawful, but essential to press freedom like protecting sources' identities and communicating with sources without government interference. The prosecution of Assange under the Espionage Act is meant to intimidate whistleblowers from leaking damaging information the government wants to keep hidden and silence journalists from reporting the truth. But the Supreme Court has ruled the First Amendment gives journalists the right to publish information that was illegally obtained by a third party, 
so long as they themselves did not illegally obtain it. This has been widely accepted as the standard for decades and why presidential administrations have toyed with the idea of using the Espionage Act against the press, but none have gone through with it before Donald Trump. Our buildings can only be as tall as their bricks are strong. Our civilization is only as strong as its ideas are true. When our buildings are erected by the corrupt, when their cement is cut with dirt, when pristine steel is replaced by scrap, our buildings are not safe to live in. Our beliefs about the world and each other have been created by the same system that has lied us into repeated wars that have killed millions. You can't build a skyscraper out of plasticine and you can't build a just civilization out of ignorance and lies. We have to educate each other. We have to celebrate those who reveal the truth and denounce those who poison our ability to comprehend the world that we live in. The escalating war against the press predates Trump. Obama's Department of Justice considered charging Assange under the Espionage Act, but backed off when it realized prosecuting him or WikiLeaks for publishing leaked classified information would undermine press freedoms protected by the Constitution. Obama did, however, normalize the practice of prosecuting whistleblowers. At least eight former government employees were charged under the Espionage Act for giving classified information to the media during his time as president. These prosecutions, combined with the recent reports of Trump officials secretly monitoring phone and email records of several journalists, set off alarms across the entire industry. What type of place is Western democracy going to be? Is it going to be a place with a collapsing rule of law, uh, with mass surveillance of entire populations, all the practical elements of a totalitarian regime. Uh, we don't yet have a totalitarian regime, but we have all the, the getting pretty close to the practical elements. Is it going to cross over into something else? That would be a hard place uh, for an investigative organization like WikiLeaks to work in. Julian Assange and WikiLeaks are not the only targets of an aggressive U.S. government crackdown on publishing the truth. Daniel Hale, an Air Force veteran, was recently convicted under the Espionage Act and sentenced to four years in jail for his role in disclosing classified documents about the government's drone assassination program. Hale, who was deployed at the Bagram Air Base in Afghanistan, where he helped identify targets for assassination, says he leaked the information to the press to counter the public statements of then-President Obama regarding the alleged precision of the military's drone program. Despite official reports that claim a much lower number, some estimates say as many as 90% of people killed by the U.S. drone program are civilians. Going forward, the U.S. government must stop using the Espionage Act to attack journalists and whistleblowers. These attacks not only go against the rights protected by the First Amendment, but give fuel to a wave of repression in places like Russia, Hong Kong, and Turkey, where journalists are increasingly being threatened and access to accurate, independently sourced information has declined over the past decade. 
We have just seen the end of a dangerous administration that openly waged war against the media and must demand that a free press be allowed to do its work. Assange may be the first journalist to be prosecuted under this law, but if convicted, he will certainly not be the last. As time goes by, the large number of people, the silent majority, uh, start to become organized. It's the gradual organization of the silent majority to resist a new type of tyranny, a new type of privatized censorship, a new type of um, digital McCarthyism uh, that is being pushed from Washington. People don't like it. Around the world people don't like it. They don't like it in the United States, especially because of these good First Amendment revolutionary traditions about the rights and freedoms of all people to criticize and open up their government. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of Small Black Birds. Though the fight for Julian Assange's freedom is critical, I want to address the unspoken elephant in the room, which is that Julian Assange is not really a sympathetic character. In fact, he's kind of a jerk. Uh, in his writings and interviews, he comes across as self-absorbed, power-crazed, and manipulative. He's been accused of sex crimes in Sweden and of being a Russian asset who helped Trump win the 2016 election. And it's not really clear what is and isn't true. Uh, you really do have to hold your nose while defending Assange. But because of what's at stake for our democracy, we must defend him. Did I get this story right? Let me know at smallblackbirdspodcast at gmail.com. Want to protect your right to protest? Go to www.rightsanddissent.org. Stay safe and talk with you soon. The dark side hires another soul Did he steal his fate or anything? Was he horse-fed? Did he learn it? Whatever happened to his precious self-control? Fixation feeds this fever. As the fool.